This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be here every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we are here with your emails and your questions and your stories. And listen, people, we love putting out this show, and we love how much you love the show. We want to thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for telling a friend. But you got to keep doing it. You gotta. You gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep making your Instagram stories. Rate, review, subscribe. Get a friend involved. Tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Do it. What do you have coming up? I am gonna be in... Gotham Comedy Club, New York City. I'm doing four shows at Gotham Comedy Club, New York City, April 12th and 13th. And I'm going to be in Philly in May. Philly, Philadelphia, May 2nd through 4th. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. Get those tickies. What do you got? Do it. I've got the Ship app, which is killing it. You guys, if you haven't downloaded it yet, you've got to get on. You've got to try and invite your friends. Married, single, in a relationship, never been on an app. It's their way to try it and help you date. Go to Betches.co slash ship. Download it off of the app store. You're going to love it. Trust me. Um, should we? So people really loved us talking about Dating Around. Dating Around is uh, the show that's like the modern kind of next. Classy next. Classy next on yes. Netflix. Yeah. I, 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 that's it's kind it's of the, the way real dating is done where you don't next them as soon as you see them, but you do it in your mind. <laughs> well, we kind of watch them do it in their minds yeah. on this show. I... I like the show. I hate how they like they do this like millennial thing where they make everything feel more important than it is. Right. Like the shot of the the girl getting out of the car to do the date. Like it's just like it's just too like it's too Sex in the City for you. Even Sex in the City had more uh, had more you know humility to it. Right. Like this is like there are a lot of hero shots. Right. You know well, at the end. Okay, so at the end of this the first episode with Gurky. Gurky. The end of the Gurky episode, they definitely had like a like with the with the um sits sits still. They had like one of those empowering girl songs. Oh yeah, and yeah. it's her walking down the street, and every guy's checking around. She looks amazing, right? And it's like she didn't get a guy, but but every guy wants her still, and right. it's like okay, she's an independent woman. Yeah, she's got shopping bags instead of a man. Yeah, I don't need no man. People love when we talk about it. We, I got we got the. Uh, the people promoting it who were on the show. Everyone, I, I feel like people went on this show just to get Instagram followers, right? which is like a, a shock to me. Yeah. Cam friend was someone's cam friend. Yeah. I found out. <laughs> so to review, Dating Around is a show on Netflix. One guy or one girl goes on dates with five different people, whatever mm -hmm. their taste may be. Um, and we did the first episode where it was the dude that went out with five women. We're going to go through episodes three and four right, right. now. And number three. No, I two and three. Two and three. Two and three. Yeah. Two and three. It's Gurky and Lex. Gurky is a heterosexual female. She's 36. She's divorced. 36 divorced. Goes on dates with five guys. Lex, homosexual male, mm -hmm. goes on five dates with five different men. I thought it was interesting to kind of like compare and contrast these two episodes. For sure. Because we had we watched them both very close proximity so we could discuss <laughs> them today. What, what um, did you think of Gurky's dates? I thought I thought the most interesting thing was obviously the fight that she got into with that guy who I thought yeah. was kind of an asshole. Yeah, he was an right. asshole. He got a little drunk. You could feel it. He was very much like, my opinion is like, and I think a lot of New York City guys have this, where mm. it's like, my opinion is like, it's like, it's almost like false extreme confidence. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where he's like, the way that I think about things is like the way that, that things are. Sure. And like, I'm very straightforward with my point of view. And it's like sort of, they wanted to come off as like super confident, but instead they're just an asshole. 
Yeah, well, he did yeah. a lot of things. He goes, he did the uh, rose when he ordered her, her drink, rose all day. Right, and he's like kind of making fun of her. A little bullet bit, right? rocks. Yeah, like he, he, everything was like labeled to him. Mm-hmm. Like it, everything, like he was. You see this a lot in dating, and they kind of touched on it. And he's like. Where people just repeat shit they've heard online to sound like they're in the know. Right. He kind of did that. Yeah. Move. He's like, well, in dating, you have to really just like give up part of yourself and like. Yeah. He, like they're just bullshitting right, each other. Yeah. They're explaining. It seemed like an episode of The Bachelor where they're talking about the relationship more than getting to know each other. Right. Exactly. And he kind of like it was weird that he like yelled at her about like her divorce. And I thought that was interesting that she was like, well, this is culture clash. She was like a little annoying in her own way. I'm not yeah. going to take I'm not going to take that away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was fine I, I had, sometimes I, she was like a little annoying but generally I thought that like she was like putting herself out there and like you know she owned that she owned her divorce I, and she, I, I actually thought she was great I, mm-hmm. I didn't really get annoyed with I, I'm easily annoyed I'm, I'm, I'm true, pretty critical of people on these yeah. shows I, I, I think I hammered everyone on the last show on the first episode I thought she was like a good date um, mm-hmm. she was open and honest about you know the divorce and i think everyone had messaged me about oh wait till you see what happens with gurky and the divorce thing and then this and that and i'm like it didn't really feel t- it wasn't that big a deal to me um it was i think it was more like the fight was like the thing the fight was the thing but i i think what happened was and so there was a lot of like overarching takeaways i had from this mm-hmm. and a, a question i had for you was First of all, it felt like, I don't know, this was just me, and I, I've never been a woman on a date with a bunch of guys, so it felt like none of the guys asked any questions of her. Um, yeah, I feel like she was asking a lot of questions. Yeah, none of the guys asked any questions. She was definitely like moving the dates along. Yeah, and it's right. like, does that happen? Um, it's been a while since I've been on a date, but I feel like... Um, that can happen not if it's a good date really mm. i feel like if it's a good date you're kind of like it's like an there's not even i think like a really good date pong. has less questions and more just conversation and things you kind of just find sure. out about people from that it's not like where are you from what are you doing um like you know what i mean going down the roster list when i find myself asking too many questions it's like i'm trying to make conversation yeah or probably vice versa yeah to me it just felt like a lot of confident guys that just didn't they're like i'm me and it was just like her being like, yeah, let me like hear about you. You know, like right. like they were being interviewed. Um, the guys were being interviewed. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it never there was never a scene of the guy going, well, how did this happen with you? Like, like well, where I do think you- they talked about her divorce a little sure. bit. Sure. That was like the main thing I took away for. I didn't really know anything else about her life. Besides she's like a buyer at Barney's. Mm. And she's been divorced. Yeah. And she was. I thought the thing about the guy, I thought she was being very honest, actually, about like the divorce and that she was dating the guy it just kind of felt like something she was supposed to do and yeah kind of like a cultural pressure thing and then the guy just like shamed her for it and i felt like well kind of like shitty for i actually for wrote this down here's what happened mm-hmm. and i and this is like ego of men are built on ego if you attack the ego a little bit they lash out okay and that's the and the worst the, what's that the weak ones yes and the worst type of guy this guy was kind of doing what the worst type of guy would do mm-hmm. she said here's what she said to him she said he's never been in love. So it was a challenge that he can't love. Okay. And at that moment is yeah, when he, lo- that's when he lo- gets mean. Right. Cause he's, how she- could I ever trust you? How could I trust you? So, and guys, the worst type of guys, we know we can't hit you. Right. So what they do is say the most mean thing possible to try and affect you. Cause we know that like emotional effect can like affect you physically as well. Right. So and that's kind of what he did. Like almost like shaking. Oh, absolutely. Right. And yeah. he did what he took the one thing he knew was the biggest pressure point in her life, which was the divorce mm-hmm. and was like, how could I trust you? Right. Right. So it's like he did like, and if you're in this type of relationship right now, you should be like looking to get the fuck out. Yeah, the kind of guy is like toxic. Plus, he was like blaming all of the like, and I made her get rid of it. He was like priding himself, like, of course, I got made yeah. her get rid of the cat, and I'm like, I knew everything. Yeah, and, he's like, playing. He's yeah. playing mental warfare. Right. Get rid of the cat, or I'm gone. That's like, what kind of a fucking? Yeah, person what kind is of a, like a conversation is that? And then, and then he yeah. says, and so I think what he did is he saw the scab, mm-hmm. and he itched the scab. And right. for her, that scab was the divorce. And rightfully so. That's a big fucking life moment. She even said he cheated on her. Right. So, 
at that point he was just looking to be mean for mean's sake it right. didn't he was seem just to trying me to hurt her yeah it didn't seem to me that he was like had this whole like you know <laughs> this whole like stance on marriage and what love was that's just the stance well, his, he took to make it sure she would hurt right well his he did seem like he seemed like he was trying to have like very a lot of like convictions about these things yeah like of, like of course like um you know this is how love works and this is how marriage works and like i couldn't understand someone who would ever possibly get married having any doubts yeah yeah i <laughs> he was awful i mean that's the thing and it's like I can't believe I, I guess the fight was uncomfortable, but then it was funny that she goes um, like they get in this whole fight and then he gets mean. And then at one point he says something and then she goes, she says something like, I guess this is over. And then he leaves. She's like, well, obviously we're never going to see each other. Again. That's when he leaves. And yeah. it's funny to me that he was still he like, was like I out could, immediately. Well, because right, yeah. at that up to that point, he was like, I still have a chance to fuck. Which is crazy. It's a, I, I actually, with someone, if he was with someone with lower self-esteem, perhaps that would be the case. Well, that, that that's right. what he was playing off of. He's if he like, was with a twenty-three-year-old, that might have worked. I maybe, <laughs> but it was funny to me because I'm like watching this whole thing unfold. Mm-hmm. He tells her that she doesn't. How could he trust her? If if uh, you know if she's how could divorce, I ever trust you? How could I ever trust you? Right. And then at that point she goes, well, I guess this we're never going like, to well, see each other never again. Never going to see each other again. And but, that's when he gets up. Yeah. He doesn't get up before that when his sensibilities are attacked. Right. He gets up after being like, oh, so we're not going to fuck ever. Okay. okay. Right. That was the funny part to me. Like no girl would ever fuck in that situation. That was like a confident whatever. And that yeah. guy's so confident that he's like, I guess I'm still fucking. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It was deranged, right? It, it was crazy. Yeah, and it was just like me, and I didn't like him at all. Um, yeah, well, yeah. yeah and then the other guys seemed like nicer. She wasn't that into them. They were fine. The one that I thought she was going to end up with was the Krav Maga guy. The guy with the kid. With the kid. Yeah, he and seemed I, like a nice guy. What, what made what was interesting to me is the one that she enjoyed the most was the one that showed the most stability. The nice guy? The nice guy. The nice guy with the kid? With the kid. Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, this is grounded in some yeah, sort of reality. Yeah, she's 30 fucking sick. She, yeah. knows, like, she knows how to avoid, like, the craziest. <laughs> well, that's who I sense. thought she was going to, like, go back with. Right. But apparently that's not what she wanted. I thought it was interesting when the guy, when she was, like, giving, she was, they were, she was very into the Instagram handle. She's like, well, I've got your yeah. Instagram handle. I'm like, is that how people, like, are are meeting these days or giving out their well you know what the best part about the instagram handle is is that you can unsubscribe you can't uh, you can't take away your number from someone right well that's why it was funny when she was like well i'll give you my instagram handle. yeah it's like well i'd rather have your number yeah but thank you and and she did it yeah she did it but she could like i mean she didn't go out with him again so she clearly wasn't that was kind of her avoidance method yeah but um i thought it was weird that she seemed a little old to be giving out her instagram handle to my opinion um to me that's someone that doesn't that's all i think it's a to me that's someone that's been hurt before that's like not looking to go down a road with someone to fucking deal with them all the time like Mm -hmm. to me it's a time-saving method like let me look at your instagram and see if you're normal let me see your instagram but also let me be have the ability to be like okay i don't have to block this number i don't have to stop myself from texting it i can unso i can take it away from you if i'm a private account and Mm -hmm. i give you my instagram handle you can follow me you'll dm me hey we should go out again i'll go "Mm, no thank you but no thank you and then you'll unfollow right like it puts it puts her in the position of power yeah, I could see Where that. Where as a phone number, I mean, how many times do you see guys that are just like text, 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 text over and over again, late night, hey. Well, you could just say like, hey, I'm not interested on text. But I mean, hey, I'm not interested. But then, <laughs> I mean, look at, we talked about in the last episode, look at right. that guy that's going to be on The Bachelorette. Right. You know, like, the, you know, that's, hey, I'm not in. DMs is almost more permanent. Well, at <laughs> that point you go unsubscribe. You can't yeah. DM me anymore. Mm-hmm. I won't even receive this on my phone. Right. Whereas with a phone number. She's afraid they're going to like stalk her. Um, I think there's a fear that like now you know me too well. Like there's no she has no control. I guess. I don't know. I feel like giving out your number is like not in that intensive a thing. Like if someone like if usually if you stop answering people or you tell them you're not interested over phone number, they'll just be like, stop texting. But you. we had uh, people writing in being like, well, why will this guy only message me over Snapchat? And it's like, yeah, he wants to control. Right. The arena with I think with a phone number, what we're finding out is that you have less control over it. 
Because they can keep texting you? Keep texting you until the end of the day, end of the earth. And keep texting you late at night. Oh, and you feel like more obligated to respond? To respond and mm-hmm. also like to say like, hey, what's the, you know. That's an interesting point. I thought you should have given that guy a chance. He seemed like he was nice. I thought you should have given, I thought the kid one was going to get the chance. And then that other guy, he did a thing where he was like, uh, he was the, there was Bam that had nothing to say. Jay, the guy that was a SWAT team whose parents have been officers. Manny was the Israeli Krav Maga divorce. Mm-hmm. All very different. All very different. Then there was the haircut with the beard. That was the asshole. And then bucket list guy. And that was the bucket list. That was the dude who wanted the number. Right. Because his first thing was like, what's on your bucket list? And I was like, that was one of those things. Like, I think canned questions like that. You don't like them. Well, it just shows that you guys aren't really connecting. Right. If if that comes up like organically, that's one thing. But if you're just kind of like, that's what I'm saying. Like, let me think of another question. Yeah. My like list of questions that I ask on dates that are like my hinge prompts. If you're playing the games that they would play at a company get to know you thing. It's not going. It's not going well. Right. You're trying too hard. You're trying too hard. And also that you're not trying too hard because you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. It's just not the match. You're trying when you shouldn't have to really try as bad as that sounds and not really advicey mm-hmm. so she didn't like anyone what about uh, and then there was lex lex i thought i enjoyed watching those dates also because i'm not like i mean i'm not super familiar with the dynamics of of um gay dating mm-hmm. i think when and it seems a little what i know what i noticed what made me think about with the with the gay dates was um just the difference between with men and women it almost seems like it's more Especially with the first episode guy. Yeah. Like it's more like opposing intentions. Mm-hmm. Right. And with gay guys, it seems less like that. Almost like less like con- like they're on the same page. Yeah. Right like away. they both want more of the same things. And maybe that's n- maybe that's not true. But it seemed like they were like leading a little bit more with sex. Both people on these days. I mean, he immediately made fun of right. everything everyone wore when they first walked in. Right. He immediately looked at the guy and was like, you should have a blue cow with you. You look like you're from the country. And then another guy came in tight pants. He's like, how'd you get into those pants? And it's like, we're already talking about his crotch. Right. We're already That's talking about how to get in his pants. If I said that to a girl on a date, yeah. like, how'd you get in those pants? I'd be like, what right. the fuck is wrong because with it's you? like opposing intentions, right? Yeah. Even though that's probably what most guys like think or want to sure. say like a girl would never it's just like a you know what i mean both people have yeah. to pretend a little more on a date that they're not, both people on a male female date have to pretend like they're not interested in what they're really interested in for it, a woman it's most of the time it's like where are you gonna be my next yeah. boyfriend and for men it's like are you gonna sleep with me it must have been interesting as a woman to watch this it's basically watching guys with truth serum right date each other date each other like yeah. like those are everything those gay guys were saying to each other is stuff a straight guy would say to you if he could. Right. If there was no... That's what I was... Th- that's what yeah. I'm saying. It seemed like less opposing intentions. Like, someone's yeah. like... Sp- it's like you would speak to your friend that you also were going sure. to have sex with. And I'm sure if we had someone, uh, a gay guy here, to, to, they would have a whole different point of view. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they would agree or disagree with things we're saying. We're talking from an outside perspective, just how interesting it is yeah. to watch the different dynamic. The one thing I thought was interesting is that they all tell each other their coming out story. It yes. kind of felt like a religion. Like a, rel- like a rite of pass. Right. Yeah. Like, and where were you, Bar Mitzvah? Exactly. Or like Jews, when they when they go out, probably like, well, what camp did you go Exactly. To? It, felt, it did feel like religion. Right. It felt like they were part of a group that mm-hmm. they had very like experiences that there was comfort in that. Right. And that was kind of nice. That was kind of nice. And I felt like you could, it almost like, I think it helps you understand the person probably in a quicker, more intimate way. Totally. Than, than you could see thing. why sex would happen well, it's quicker. Like, right. Like imagine like you're kind of like, tell me something extremely intimate that was like really meaningful. Tell me the biggest you, moment of, of your, your life. childhood. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like what, what was that like yeah. for you? You definitely get a, a much better sense of like who someone is in a much faster way. And that has to come up on the first day. It seemed like. Right. The coming out story. It definitely did come up on every date. The one, the really entertaining date was the date with the guy who looked like Jafar. The mustache dude, yeah. you know what? And that's kind of like the negative side of it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice that like sex was out there. Like he said to the Italian guy, are you a top or a bottom? Right. He said, to, you know, he asked. Uh, it's like very quick. Ba- yeah. the, One of the guys was uncomfortable with it. That was the Italian guy. Right. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, let's wait. till." And you could kind of feel like he was like into it. 
but the cameras were on. Right. He, I think he was more kind of like, I don't want to talk about this on like. Yeah. He was like day two on television. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then there was the dude from that owned fucking movie phone that, oh, was that the, the guy, the big burly dude that the guy had the, the man, football player or the other yeah, guy, right. the man bun the guy football player was like a very interesting dynamic character with the, with the high heels. Great story. Yeah. Well, also the amount of them that are doing, uh, like, Drag? Drag yeah. was uh, it was uh, another thing. I You know, to hear that that's a huge part, you know, to have 50% right. of the dates. Well, you're kind of like, oh, that's either something you do or you don't, but yeah. it's like likely something you do is, <laughs> is very interesting. And that guy with the man bun, um, he even gets asked, oh, you know, they get into how he likes to have sex. Right. He do- dominates. Everyone, yeah, there's definitely like... So much more sex out there than in any of those male-female dates. The thing is, when it's out there, it's comforting. Like, I saw that, and I was, like, a little bit envious. You're like, okay, at least that's... At least it's admitted that the first date is about lust. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're on a date with a girl... For For guys, it is. For us, it's not really. You don't admit it. I don't think it's about lust, really. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, guys are there. They, these guys are admitting, I am here. Right. A, the, that's what I'm saying. They're on the same team. My pie. It's different than, like, but it's less opposing intentions. That's the thing. But that that <laughs> there's it, it, it is comforting to be like, okay, my the pie of things I want, relationships, sex, mm-hmm. you know, family, whatever, it's admitting that, like, I'm here for sex, too. Right. I kind of wish that was existing for men in well, dates with it's women. It's very funny if you contrast this, and I don't think you've seen this yet. There's a girl later on. I think her name is Sarah. I forget. She's the girl, girl dater. And she goes out with five guys also, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little like more hipstery. Okay. Um, and one of the guys is like kind of saying those like sexual innuendo things like sure. early on date. And she eventually is kind of like, I'm going to leave. Like he said, he did, it, he did it twice. Okay, yeah. he said something like sort of sexually innuendo once, and she was like, "I don't like that really." And then he did it again, and then she just literally was like, "I'm gonna go. I've got like an early morning." Yeah, and like to me, I'm like, "That's fine for her to leave." I'm not mm-hmm. saying like she should stay there if she doesn't feel safe. But like you, if you're on a date with a guy, he is there because he's attracted to you. Well, you would hope that he's that both he's attracted to you and he's enjoying your personality, wants to get to know you better. Sure. Like for us, that's really like. That's why we're there mostly I know. to see if it leads to something bigger for, I mean, and there's also a lesbian one in this later, which I haven't watched, but I'm excited to kind of see if there's of a big, is there a big contrast between the lesbian dating one and the gay one? Is it as much about sex? Is it, what's the difference? As it seemed. Right. And because, well then the, there was the, the, like the guy, Corey, who's the first guy he met and he's like this like sweet looking, do you remember that guy that on this date? The, the one she picks? The one he the one picks. picks. He picks for yeah. the second date, yeah. He was like kind of like the, like there was sexual innuendo in their date, but it was like sweet and they got to know each other. Right. Like, you know, like he, I call him sweet because he just was like the most like corn fed. He looks like a rom-com like male character. Exactly. Right, yeah. And like he ends up going out with him again. He ends up choosing this right. guy, Corey. I thought he was going to pick the football player. I thought so too for a moment, but I was like between those two. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that like the guy with the mustache, like it's it's a slippery slope when sexual, sexual that yeah yeah when sexual innuendo is like is in on the date where you're both admitting like yeah we're here for sex too. There is that moment where it's like it can't all be sex, right? That guy was almost it was feeling like a little like I don't want to say dirty, but it felt like not it wasn't like a classier way of discussing the sex it, exactly. was like i like had sex with this guy so that he and he wasn't to walk his dog it was like yeah there was this like, like weird was dog like a, walking sex like, transaction it was an element of like sort of like pseudo crime feeling like and then you know it, well, I mean? they, it wasn't like i don't a, know if they produced this up but like yeah. he's eating and sloppy, like just right, like eating yeah. like and it felt like okay the when does the sex like come out, yeah right yeah <laughs> it got it kind of felt like they were like okay we've met now when do we fuck right and as opposed to like football dude and uh, the other guy from the rom com guy, conversation going into conversation it. that dipped into sexuality, that dipped out of sexuality. Like there, were, like, and to me, it's like that's got to be the hardest part of dating. Like, and also if you listen to, they go over when's the last blind date you've been on, and they all say they haven't. It seemed as though none of them have been on dates. It, yeah, it seems like a lot of them has, are leading mostly with sex. 
but but it said like remember that there was but a, I think in the beginning a blind date is like have you ever been on a blind date completely blind not completely I blind feel like, i feel like when they were saying blind date they meant like i've not i don't have a picture i don't especially when that guy like when okay. he was trying to say hello to like random people that yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. weren't the, i've never been on a date where i've never even seen a picture of the person yeah i guess i haven't so i think in that maybe that's what they were talking about maybe i mean it's just the fact that it came up right like it just felt like dating wasn't necessarily like number one on the list mm-hmm. for how i meet people right and you know to me like there's got to be some like that kind of sucks a little bit too if you're not looking for sex then yeah i think that probably even if you suck. are yeah. looking for sex like if it's just like if, I, i'm sure the first time big you nudge you. somebody you're like it's too sexual <laughs> well, for me that's how you know it's too sexual well, the first, if, jared, <laughs> if jared thinks it's too sexual you've got the an first issue time you <laughs> nudge someone and get a blowjob in the bathroom you're like oh this is great the right. 20th time you're like I'm Maybe not a I piece should of be. Meat. Yeah, right. I gotta meet some people here. Right. You know, like I, you know, I would think that like it's exhausting. Right. It must be. It might be hard to find the bigger connection. Yeah, that's I would. Like, sort of it, that's what it felt like watching mm-hmm. the date, and like well, it that was, was a lot nice. of their complaints. I think too. Yeah, I mean, were, their complaints about dating were that it was too sex forward. Sure. And that they people didn't want to date each other. Yeah, and it did. It was nice. You know, Lex chooses that guy Corey. Like they're going to do yeah. something. They're going I like to. That guy. Yeah. It seemed like, you know, I'm cheering for them. Yeah. We got to follow up with them. We'll see. We'll see if they watch the episode. If you guys, if you guys are on this episode. Sure. Uh, Check it out. Tell, tell us know what you think. Yeah. Also, let's talk about some awkward sex. Let's do it. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. If you're like me and shudder at the the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. What do we got? This one was one of the more disgusting things that I've read. Do you want to <laughs> read it? I want, you, I want you to read it. Okay. <laughs> Hi, J&J. Love the show, but let's get right into it. My worst nightmare came true the other night, and here it is. My boyfriend and I have been dating long distance for eight months. He lives in NYC, and I live in Wisconsin. Hire me, Betches. 
Jordana? Not um, after this story. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Thank you so much for sharing it. It was great. I get to see him every three weeks. So when we do get together, I want things to go well. This particular visit, we decided to get ramen for dinner because I was feeling a bit under the weather. Love some good ramen. Love a good ramen. After we went home and... We went home and sex. That's a weird way to write it. <laughs> she literally wrote after. Home and sex. We went home and sex. Mm-hmm. We went home and do the sex. Maybe she just forgot the word had. Who knows? <laughs> Things were going great. He went down on me and finished me off. So <laughs> I like that. He went down on me and finished me Sounds off. Like he murdered her. So I decided to give him a blowjob. This was the start to the best blowjob I have ever given him until I threw up on his dick. Oh, my God. Yes, my worst sexual fear came true. A full ramen noodle, along with other unrecognizable food, was lying on his dick. I then decided to eat the noodle so he wasn't mortified and scooped up the rest of the throw up with my hand. Oh, my God. <clears throat> throw, uh, throw up in hand, naked and afraid. I told him to get in the bathroom because I just threw up on his dick and he needed to clean it. Scary thing is that he was not phased by this one bit. So maybe that is the true problem here. I hope you enjoy and never throw up on someone's dick. Best folk me in New York City. Okay. I don't have an issue with her vomiting on the it's, penis. The fact that she ate the noodle has like it's, kind it's of traumatized, traumatized, traumatized me a little bit. Yeah. You look like a different person. The, she You've ate the noodle. Today. Ate the noodle is crazy. She re-ate the noodle. Ay. Like penis noodle, like vomit penis noodle. Uh, <laughs> I would be okay with like throwing up. If a guy went down that on you, happens. if a guy went down on you, sucked up the noodle and was like, "I just threw up on you," what would you do? Red flag, deal breaker. To throw up, fine. <laughs> although that's not as common of occurrence with a girl as a yeah. blowjob, as you're being like essentially your gag reflex is sure. being tested. If he ate the noodle, I would have to really reevaluate things. What's <laughs> what sucks is there's no. What if, what if this happened to you and she ate the noodle? I would be grossed out. That's but pretty I, disgusting, right? Yeah, but I would like get up and run, go to the bathroom, shower as soon as possible, and then like I I guess things would probably happen so quick that maybe I wouldn't see Notice? the noodle slur. She must be really into this guy. She's like, I don't want him to. See well, she was probably, she's trying, at that point, you're doing basic maneuvers. You're just trying to save anyone you can. The I house guess, is burning. Yeah, I guess I want to. Get the kids out of the house. I'd want to be in a burning house with her because she yeah. would just be like, I'm just going to like She'll put you on your back, on her back, yeah. Right. She'll yeah. step over hot coals yeah, to this, get to get a noodle off a dick. This is someone you want to be like needing the Heimlich maneuver from. She's not <laughs> thinking, she's just acting. Acts, right? that's right. Some people run towards the war. Others run away. Oh, my God. I mean, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever? I've never puked on a vagina. I've puked on a penis before. You have? Yes. In college, my college boyfriend. How much puke? It was a lot. I went to the window and I threw it up. Really? Mm-hmm. And did you say to him, hey, you got puke dick? I think so. It was like. Kind of, it was like fine that happened, well, that's happened. The thing I, you have to think also like sure. that is what it is it's literally like you're it's your, choking your, yourself yeah you're giving yourself like they, a, a gag well, reflex that's, that's the other thing like guys won't notice because all you hear is yeah. and all you're thinking is like yeah and it's like that's an a acidic, huge cock right it's like, it's like acidic so you, it's, that's the difference um but, <laughs> yeah that's right yeah no really <laughs> yeah that's right huge dick <laughs> <laughs> no yeah um, i just like the thought that the guy has no idea all he thinks i is can't believe she that's ate right it. so red flag or deal breaker for you red flag it's it happens what am you i gonna know, do she, you're like where's the noodle no where's She's the like, <laughs> <laughs> swallowed it. i'd be like that's right you swallowed it oh my god <laughs> well i'd be proud of my penis one like i cre- you know you'd be, you'd be excited about it I, this would be a new one for me. I definitely not. I'm not. It'd be tough, especially where they are eight months in to be like, well, it's over now. I wouldn't <laughs> like, say it's over, but I'd be like, you know, in the future, like you don't have to eat it. It's okay. <laughs> you can, you can, we'll, we can we'll be throw okay. it out. Also like, don't go down on me if you're feeling sick. Right. Yeah. Not necessary. I guess you, I, you know, sometimes after big meals, I'm just like, get away from me. Like I'm yeah, like, you don't, we don't touched, need to do, we don't need to like, do this right imagine now. Imagine if someone was like, yeah, if you're feeling ill, the last thing you would want to do is put a large penis in your mouth. Yeah. It's not the first thing I want to <laughs> do on any night, <laughs> <Right>. but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I, I, I applaud her commitment to the game. 
Her commitment to sucking her boyfriend's yeah, dick. Like, I mean, in, that guy not, should be sitting there thinking, I I'm a lucky man. I got to keep her. Yeah. Right? Like, if she'll do it with some ramen coming up her throat. And then eat the ramen again. Eat the eat the ramen. It feels like a pledge thing you make a pledge do for fraternity. Yeah, this is gross. What would you call it? <sighs> what would you call it? I'm so bad uh, at these. <laughs> we're, like so I, we're terrible at these. I keep getting worse at them. Yeah. Um... Pukey penis. Pukey penis. Pee -pee -puke. We could use the same one for the one from a few weeks ago. What was it? Pee -pee puke. Uh, oh yeah, you had. Um, it was like blow chunks. Blow, blow chunks. chunks. The cock. Cocky. Um. Ramen. <laughs> ramen to the bathroom. There we go. <laughs> we got it. Let's do some emails. Get away from this S penis issue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. All right. J&J, so much love to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. I've gone on three dates with a guy I met on Hinge. We have a good connection and ended up sleeping together after the third date. He kept alluding to troubling times in his past during our first few dates, like crashing and burning in his last job, a very volatile breakup, and a couple of other similar things. They're the sort of comments that someone makes that are bordering on wanting the other person to probe further. But I hadn't taken the bait, partly because it felt too early to push in what seemed to be some sensitive subjects, and partly because I naturally didn't want to get to the ugly stuff too soon. I decided today that I wanted to get to the bottom of what was a sneaking suspicion this guy had some serious skeletons in the closet rather than doing the mature and responsible thing and asking him about it. I went to, I went to work on the Googs and dug up his last <laughs> name online. Get to the Googs. And skeletons there were. He's now in the final year of five years of probation that he received for a series of crimes he committed while serving as an, assi as an assistant district attorney. He Ill illegally shared information from the DA's office with his drug dealer in exchange for Oxy. Oh my God. Um, Oxycontin. This was... That's how serious Oxycontin is. Yeah. You're like, I mean, he's got a good job. Seriously. This all went down while he had had a many hundreds of dollars a week Oxy habit. Yikes. There's obviously a ton of press about the whole thing because he was in such a public position. He was fired from his job, obviously, and has since been doing consulting work as an attorney and seems to be doing pretty well. I'm conflicted about how to best handle this. People make mistakes and his life seems to be in order, but I obviously hardly know the guy. Do I tell him I discovered this and have just had and just have a conversation about it. I'm not sure if there's anything he could say or do that would put me at ease about the whole situation. I'd love to hear your, th your guys' thoughts. Thanks. Conflicted and over convicted. Oh, conflicted over the convicted. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Okay. I think when someone, like, I don't think there's such a thing as like too much to talk about on a first date. You think he should have just said it on the first date? Well, the first date, he basically wanted to get this out of him. Well, yeah, he's, it sounds like he's been hinting at it and waiting for you to ask. Yeah, so like, it and he does feel you going, well, I don't want to know about that. You feel, and it's like, you're trying to get to know somebody. Right. At the end of the day, that's what these dates are you all gotta about. You got to ask questions. You got to ask questions. What are you talking about? What happened? Mm. Uh, and it's, you know, I'll relate this, not, not as serious, but like exes, talking about an ex on a first date. Right. There's nothing wrong with that to me. There's nothing wrong with that, um, especially if you're like, I think that'll tell you a lot about person and their ex too. Especially if how they explain right. it, the yeah. vibe in the room. You don't want to, I would much rather be in person on a date and get information that's tough about someone's life than the text seven dates in where they're like, I just have to let you know. Cause at least I get to see them have the facial expressions. Right, you can have like a real conversation about totally. it. Totally. It's not like this thing that you put throw it, throw with the other person and then they figure out how to deal with it. It's like you explaining the situation, explaining how you think about it, how it's changed you, who you are, or it's whatever. A, it's a more interesting yeah. date. Like going back to Gurky from mm -hmm. dating around. Right. Like, It'd be weird if she didn't talk about that. It's a big part of her life. Hey, I got divorced when I was really young. My husband actually cheated on me and we, and it was kind of a, you know, we we're from the same background wow right tell me more, more about, about that. that like oh did you and and that guy who was a dick to her did kind of get into questions was it arranged yes mm -hmm. you know like he did ask those kind of questions same with this guy hey i've had some weird past right. well, what do you mean weird past yeah i think i the was issue, really into drugs what the, drugs it is the it's also less about what happened and more about his reaction to what happened and how he's thinking about what happened, how it's changed him, how if, he, if he's still that person trying to figure that out. For the way he the way he describes that situation will tell you a lot more about that than any than any of the actual facts and about it. Absolutely, and we live right now in a time of canceling people, right? Which is like the worst thing to me. 
Mm-hmm. You, I mean, that's how you create enemies. That's how you create sides. You say to someone, "Well, you're you'll never work again. You're out." Rehabilitation, right? That's is not, a part the world of isn't life. Black and white. It's not black yeah. and white. And people say that with all sorts of things. There are people who write into us that they've had mental health issues in the past. Sure, they're worried, they're worried about telling people. There's people who write about their, you know, they've divorces, had divorces. Embar- yeah, you know. they've had embarrassing things that have happened to them. They're they're scared. No one's gonna like love them. Everyone has shit that they've been through. This granted, serious thing. Obviously, not like a light matter. He's obviously nervous about talking about it, but. It's not about what happened. It's about like where you are now and what's that. What, what's that's the plan now? And, uh, how right. how are you doing with your drug issue? Right. How are do you volunteer now? Like has this changed your whole right. world? Do you know like Oxy is such a huge problem. All this stuff is such a huge deal that it's like a larger conversation. I think about it also in the same way of someone who's who was like to me like I yeah I cheated on I I, I was married and I I cheated on the person or I I did I, this and I cheated on the person. It's like it's not about what you did. It's about and it's about. Did you learn from right. it? Right. Or like, are you still doing that? Did you think yeah. that's okay? It's like and with this, this thing, like it's an addiction thing. What is going on with that? Is that. Well, this is part of why this podcast exists. It's like a lot of times people go, well, you you get out of there now. And it's like, did you, have, you know, from what she says, right. this guy to a lot of people is a catch. He. He has a law degree. A law degree. <laughs> like. You know, uh, you know, like there's pluses and minuses to this person that are just louder than most people's pluses or minuses. Mm-hmm. Some people's pluses or minuses, oh, they chew with their mouth open. This guy has a past that used to be a, have a drug addiction. drug problem and enough to become a criminal. You know what? So did Russell Brand. There we go. So I, I think. The one thing is, I think when someone has a huge thing in their past, they're looking for the person across the table to give them the go ahead sometimes to be trustworthy. They're going to be empathic enough. Yeah. To be like, uh, like, so if someone's like, yeah, I've had some hard times and it's like, well, what were the hard times? Like, uh, you know, we're here. We might as well talk about it. Right. You know, like as opposed to don't tell me yet. I right. don't know. We're, yeah, we're not there we're yet. We're not there yet. Right. And like, it's like, you can well, handle information. That's like not. Yeah. You're never going to get there if you can't, if you right. can't deal with the realities of life that come up for people. So if I were you, I would on your next date with this guy, I'd be like, Hey, so like, just so you know, I, I did some Googling. Yeah. Right? So like I, I found, I, I couldn't help myself. I did some Googling. I found it's on the internet. Um, Even if you said yeah. you've mentioned some things that made me go Google. Right. I did it. That's like not, you're not like a crazy stalker for doing that. No, That's not at all. Really normal. This is what I found. Like what, like what, what happened? happened? How are you yeah. doing now? Right. All right. How's the addiction going? Right. Like this is something he has to live with every day. You know, yeah. he, no one wants to be an and addict. now he doesn't have to tell you and about <laughs> it that you already know. Well, does he go, do you go to meetings? How right. are you handling this? And it's like, that's just showing that you care. Also, it's okay to go, the dates were fine. You don't have to be a nosy piece of shit. Mm-hmm. You, know, <laughs> you know, so you went on the dates. Do you like him otherwise? This is a red flag deal breaker of your own at this point. Yeah. Because did you it's like okay him? okay if it's your deal breaker. That's not something that you're like, that you're looking for or equipped to handle or whatever it's not for you that's fine it's also but, okay to yeah. rate to look at him with this information in mind in, and in also say no to him and right it's okay yeah. to factor that into the equation of your decision making but i would like to think that if everything else were perfect in every way yeah you could probably deal with this but you know my thing is like don't go on the date to like nancy drew this fucking thing you know don't go on the date to be like well i have to get all the facts so that i can report back for my blog and i have a podcast where i talk about horror dating so you know what i mean like we there is that version of person and i deal i hear this a lot from women where it's like you wouldn't believe my dating life and it's like I would believe it. It's not, <laughs> that know, it's not that interesting. And this guy's got a story to tell. Yeah. and it, But don't just go for the story for you to repeat. <laughs> right. This isn't your new episode of Serial. Right. Don't use it for your own amusement. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you're like, well, I've had a great time. If I hadn't known these things, I would go out with him again. Now that I know these things, hey, I care about you enough to ask more questions. Right. I think you. everyone deserves to like be able to explain themselves too. 
Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Read the next one? Let's do it. In early March, I broke off with a guy I quote unquote dated a little over a month, five dates, since he wasn't looking for anything serious. I kept thinking we're on the same page since we did agree that we wanted something slightly serious before our third date and before I slept with him. However, as time went on, some of his actions would turn me off. He made me think he just wanted to have sex. At the same time, I could see him adding other, adding other girls who he probably also met from apps on Instagram. So I would have bring up... Uh, him adding girls, uh, some of them serious. So I bring up some serious talks through text because I was afraid to invest too much and get hurt. Eventually he said he wasn't looking for anything serious because he could move away and his future is unpredictable. I could move away at any moment. <laughs> I would just I like to, poof, I could he, be gone. He opens an umbrella and floats away. <laughs> I could get drafted. Mary Poppins. <laughs> I could get drafted. Who knows? Barry Poppins. <laughs> Again, if the war comes. Oh my God. One night I was just done with it. I texted your action confused me and not that I wanted to bring stuff up all the time perhaps we're just not on the same wavelength and not looking for the same thing at this point in our lives hope you make our your city dream come true good luck and thanks for the good time we had smiley face that's a perfectly reasonable that's text. totally fine and she probably was, uh, he texted I mentioned last time that I wasn't looking for anything serious sorry if you didn't understand but I thought you got it and it seemed clear that you wanted something serious so I hope you're not surprised but yes it was nice spending time with you I enjoyed it then I replied not too surprised it just wasn't expressed well verbally and being casual sex partners and for me at this time have fun out there that's the end of our conversation now I've been battling with myself in my head Part of me thinks, okay, if he just wants to have fun, I could have fun too, since we've already slept together. But another part of me is like, is it worth it to go for the fun? Am I going to embarrass myself? Plus, he seemed like he could just find more girls to have sex with. What should I do? Is it even wise to text him? How do I test the water? On a side note, we still follow each other, and he did react to my selfie story recently. 
Please let me know your thoughts. What do we think? I think this girl, this is what we like. This is how you get into a pit of just making yourself into this desperate person that will take whatever they can get. Yeah. This mindset of like, well, I kind of like to have fun too. And like, I think every girl who's been dating a guy who is not looking to commit to her Mm -hmm. has had this thought. Well, like, well, I like having fun, but it's like, no, you don't because you express that you like, you were looking for something serious. Yeah. This is kind of like if you were looking for an apartment, right? Mm -hmm. And someone gave you the, and you had a, you had a price range and someone gave you the, the thing and then, they were like, you said you wanted an apartment at this. This is a bad analogy. <laughs> do you want to unwrap this? Gonna, want, we I'm can go back. <laughs> we can do, we can take it back. I can go through another analogy. You have another analogy. It's basically I, like someone just telling you like they're lowering the bar, lowering and lowering and lowering it just well, to see what you'll take. And then you take like, just to see how desperate you are for this thing that you'll take whatever you can it's get. It's investing at a stock at $10 and then it goes down to $8 and you go, well, I bought it at 10 I can't sell it at eight, right. and then it goes down to six dollars. You go once we That's get back a to ten. Analogy. Yeah, once Congrats. we get back to ten, then we'll be cool. You know. Yeah. The, maybe the, we'll get back up there. Maybe for we'll now, get back I'm to ten. The eight. But for now, I'll stick at the six. Then it goes down to four. All right, well, maybe we'll, that's how a lot of these things go. Right. He has... You dis- did a good job with the text, and now she's good. like overanalyzing Well, it. you know what she's doing? She's going, well, I had a good thing, right. it's better and I'm than lonely. Nothing, it's better than nothing. nothing. And right. it's like, no, it's not better than nothing. That shouldn't be this the bar. This is the... This is the... the this is what happens when you stay following people that you don't really know or like. Mm-hmm. She's following him and he's responding. So there's this little touches right. where it's it like, oh, look at how funny he is. And, and he good, would right. fuck me. Right. So why wouldn't I just keep fucking I him? Got nothing else going on. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yeah. no, but you'll be distracting yourself from meeting other people by going back to the thing that you've already decided you don't want. Right. It's not like you went into this looking for that. Absolutely. That's the only time that can really work. And guys are like depressed era children they don't throw away leftovers and i know this is a very mean thing to hear what does that even mean but i don't mean it as a mean thing you are the leftovers okay he's eating you up he saves some for later if he finds you in the fridge he'll fuck you again there you go so this is the thing he doesn't take it as personally as you're taking it and that's okay he's not thinking about it as much as you're thinking well, about it but right. that's the thing where the, she's going i can have fun yeah you can have fun but not like a guy can Right, not in the same way. You also, like, you that's not what you want. I think that that's something you people rationalize in their sure. head when they want that. Not, well, I like this could be fun for me. I am not, this is more fun than sitting here lonely. And yeah, but for that moment it is, but then the next day it feels worse. And she's thinking, well, I don't it's hate like a him, so I must, so we must be cool. But you got it done before you would hate him. Right. At, at some point you're going to hate right. him. That's why this is good. And now she's like, try, don't, that, don't, you, you wrapped it up nicely. Don't at unwrap point, it and like let it hit you over the head. Yeah. Th- at this point, what she needs to do is unsubscribe from him on all social media. He's going to write back to your selfie post because he's going to go, there's the leftovers. Let me just make sure they know I'll still eat it. Right. And here's the thing. It's like all these things seems like seem like perfectly suitable options until you meet someone that actually treats you in like a nice yeah. way that really wants to be with you. It's on the same and that page. And treats you well and is on the same page. All these things seems like good options. And then once you are with someone that treats you well, you're like, I can't believe I was willing to eat that shitty three-day-old pizza yeah. when, like, when this is this was the potential. Do you know what uh, I mean? It's like people who stay at really shitty jobs sure. and then eventually they finally get so sick of it that they quit and they have a job that's so much more amazing and they're like, I can't believe I spend so much time it's for wasting fear. this energy yeah. over this. And they're fearful of having no job. Right. So you're fearful of having no guy ever. That's yeah. not going to be the case. And I've been this guy. Let me tell you what's going on. He will sit there and be very nice to you as long as he's not responsible for you. Right. Because it's easy to be nice. It's to easy to be nice. Yeah. It's easy to keep up with someone that you had sex with knowing that maybe they'll have sex with you again and you can just keep popping in with smiley faces of their selfies. Right. That's like the lowest, the least you could possibly do. The least to keep up yeah. a potential blowjob. I can p- keep sending these smiley faces to your selfies till the end of time because it's a low investment for a high reward. Exactly. It could pay off in a blowjob late on a Saturday night. That's what he's banking on. 
Unsubscribe. Just unsubscribe. And I know why she's going back to it. She's lonely. Yeah, I There's get no it. other guy. I, totally I can have get fun. It. That yeah. whole thing of like, well, it's like I can a have fun. rationalizing thing. It's not true. It becomes a pride thing. I can have fun. Yeah, you can have fun. Not with him. You right. tried it. If you want to keep it. wasn't fun anymore. You, you want to keep your pride. You just, you left yourself in a very proud spot. You said what you wanted. This was the perfect ending. And then you kind of, in your head, you're about to ruin it. Yeah. I think a lot of girls relate having had sex with a guy once as like I invested and right. I understand because like listen this was, it's I physical. did have fun but then I didn't have fun when I wasn't it's like the fun that you have in the moment is not worth the next day yeah and it's also like you know women like they're like well that's someone I can retread I've had sex with them already mm-hmm. so that's already one of my numbers I don't have to like raise my number I'm not like you're like you're kind of clinging to old society standards right. of like I don't want to be this girl who goes out and fucks a new guy every week and I get why you wouldn't want that but no one's judging you for that no one cares no one knows about any of that and no shit one cares too, yeah in the real world at all UUP at betches.com UUP at betches.com let's do one more Hi, discovered your podcast a couple months ago and I've been listening from the very beginning and I'm loving it. So I've had a crush on a girl for a couple of months now and I finally got off the guts to ask her out. She thanked me for being direct but said she wasn't looking to date anyone right now. Do girls really mean that or is it just a nice way of saying no? To give you context, we are both doctoral students. I'm 27, um, so I can see how she might be focusing on school but I'm calling BS. Thoughts? Ooh, the, the confidence of a man. Don't you wish, Jordana, you had this type of confidence? I do. Like, yeah. I, I, this is women everywhere clamoring to, to, to be a man, to be this naive. Of course, she doesn't mean that. I know. Of course, she's just not interested. <laughs> Obviously. I love this because right. it's such a man. Like, listen, I've been there where you're like, oh, you don't want to date right now. I get it. <laughs> you know cool okay right. i'll see you in a couple of weeks i'll ask you again then i don't know anyone who like what woman would would not, I'm not think... dating at all like i'm not <laughs> looking to find love love doesn't appeal to me but what woman would get that response from a guy and think well do they really not want to date anyone right now right. like all women like i think a lot of women would, would go back and go well they fucking think i'm the ugliest right. person trash <laughs> alive well which is not a good thing i'm not I, saying no I, just... I agree <laughs> well um well, just like we tell the girls when they say they're not looking to date anyone right now, they mean they're not looking to date you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know you're a big dime doctor. You're going to get you're going to get that. You, someone out there wants to date you. Right. It but ain't she, this chick. And she's also in school with you. So she's not going to be like every day. She got to decide whether she wanted to date you. And every day she decided, she's no. decided no. And that's OK. That's OK. Yeah. Let's someone walk else away. Head, the worst thing you can do. Is, is ask her out again. <laughs> like, right. You did. She said, thank you for being direct. I, and she's she never going to want to date you. It's over. It's Walk done. away. Walk away. I can see how she might just be focusing on school. No, no, no. <laughs> she's not just focusing on school and that's okay. Don't we're making fun of it, yeah. but like, no, I appreciate the question. And we also I, I understand that. the sensibility right. where you're coming from. Yeah. I do get it. When we get, we don't get questions from men nearly as many as we do from women it's much 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 smaller percentage yeah but when we do they're always the easiest to answer because they're the <laughs> they're they're not i feel like a it's question, also always the shortest right. notice how the length of that email a question from a woman will be like here are like the whole details of like when we when we met and then every single yeah. date and all the texts and like well what do you think this means if i did this and as he said this but he's doing that sure and for, <laughs> for, men, for is, men it's like uh, I have a vasectomy. Is it? Did girls give a shit about that? <laughs> or like, uh, I asked a girl out. She said she's not dating anyone. Is that me or just not really dating? Right. No, it's you. They can always be answered in like one one sentence. Sorry, du- sorry, dude. It's move on. Battle of Keep the Keep walking. Have you ever said to a guy like, "What's the nicest answer you've ever given?" Um, the nicest answer. I mean, my answer to people would be like, "I'm flattered, but I don't go out yeah. on dates at night. I'm out that. at night." If a guy, if like one of those guys stops me on the streets and just says that or something, I'll be like, "Thank you, I'm flattered," but mostly because I don't want to get stabbed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll usually say I'm dating someone. Yeah. Yeah. Dating someone, not seeing. Yeah, dating someone is probably the hard, safest that's answer. That's hard to do with someone who's who you see every day, though. Oh my god. I'm yeah. not interested as a is a or I'm not dating right now. I think I might have used that maybe once 
Yeah, it's a tough one. Oh, I think men... I'd use like I don't really feel like would be a good match. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's, that's a worse? brutal answer. Is that yeah. worse? I don't think we'd be a good match, really but think, I do think we'd be a good match. I didn't really. Well, it takes two. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you haven't met me. You don't even know me. If I, I I've said that to like a guy that I've met at like a party or something that might. And have he like was like, mess- "Hey, let's go like out." Facebook messaged me oh. after being like, "Hey, like it was great to meet you." Would you want to go out? Be like, hey, like it was great to meet you too. Like I didn't really feel like there was like a chemistry. Or we'd it's be a good brutal match. one to hear, but I mean, what else are you gonna? Yeah. Like that's a true. Someone but knows someone. Real... The, person, the person knows you. They have mutual friends. So they know you're not dating anyone. Yeah. And like, there's not. I'm not dating re- right now. Is like such a bullshit thing for but me. But a real psycho would write back to you. But we haven't even met yet. We right. don't even know what a, a date with me is like. Because I'm me. My mom says I'm good looking. <laughs> That's well, it. then your mom should date you. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's do it. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. In their bedroom, they just have a mattress on the floor, no bed frame or box spring. Out. You're out. I'm out. It's yeah. where I'm looking to to be in a serious thing. With it's like a the credit score for the credit card from last time. It's yeah. Like, it's very the bar is not that high, but it is like um, box spring mm-hmm. credit card high. <laughs> that is a thing. Yeah, this is a deal breaker for me because I need the help. Right. So, like, if you can't help yourself, if you're a, right? If you got a mattress you're on the floor, you're gonna be you're gonna be sleeping like literally on the actual. Floor. Yeah. Like, I had a friend, and I knew someone growing up that like the house was always a mess, and you're like, ugh, someone's got to be in the driver's seat here. Right. You can't have. It was like last time. Like, you can't have two criers. No. You can't have two people who just like have no sense of being an adult. Well, the two people when those two get together, they're unbearable. Right. Because then everyone removes themselves from them because they're like, oh, we can't even... That's how you wind up on a TLC show. That's right. (laughs) Just two people encouraging each other to be animals. Exactly. Okay, so either your girlfriend wants to go to Mardi Gras and gets as many beats as possible by flashing her tits at as many people as possible, or on the flip side, your boyfriend wants to go to Bay to Breakers, I don't know what that is, 
naked with his cock completely out all day for everyone to see. What is beta breakers? We could simply look this up I'll while look I, up. I answer. I, I would say Mar- I know what Mardi Gras is. Mardi Gras and my girlfriend flashes her tits as many people as possible. To me, that's kind of hot. The tits are coming You're home with that. me. I'm fine with it because I would assume I've built this whole thing in my mind that we are like beta breakers is an annual foot race in San Francisco, California. Okay. Um, It comes out on the third Sunday of May and they get naked. I guess it could be whatever. I assume it's a Mardi Gras esque thing. Okay. Well, I'll say this from a guy's perspective. Like you want this fun per you want your girl to be still How fun is too fun. well, this is isn't she, too fun because it's not like she's fucking other dudes. Is she, uh, she's flashing a boob to get beads while on my arm, I'm, I'm assuming, and we're on a bunch of drugs and alcohol. Fun you're day. You're okay with it. Okay. Fun day. We, the, uh, uh, it's not every day of the year. We're going to go home. We're going to like fuck like crazy. She's Mardi Gras. Boobs out. Fun. But is she... Um, like I would assume is, is we can do both. Bribing her district attorney firm to get oxy fun. <laughs> That's hot too. Hey, listen, <laughs> I've always wanted to date someone that could have been on an episode of Twenty Four. Exactly. Um, you're okay with it? I'm, uh, I'm into it. I think it would be a red flag. Okay. For me, it's one day. Like I can handle anything for one day of the year. That's you what got I'm a saying. weird habit for. You want to do. You want to do a hard drug one day of the year. And he wants you to get involved with it and wants you to be running around with the cock out. No, I'm going to say this one's on you. You go Go do you. Go have a good time. Um, And I'll see you later. But like you, it was one day of the year. <laughs> to me, it's like us doing it together would be like the the fun, like yeah. out of our body I experience. I, I don't know if I would enjoy that as much walking around with a naked person, and it's just not my style. Okay, but, you know, I hear spe- you. If he wants to do, I'm fine. I think couples can have some different hobbies. Sure, that's one of his things. Him <laughs> flinging his cock you know, around. Yeah. Sometimes he likes to go to uh, action movies that sure. I'm not into alone. It's the same thing as going yeah, to Captain Marvel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more. All right, this was a funny one. Hi, J&J. So this just happened to my girlfriend, and we had to submit it to you guys. So she's supposed to have a date with this guy from Hinge today. They've never met. And as they're making plans, he says, I'm just going to start sharing my location info with you. And shares his location indefinitely with her, not just a pin drop. And it had nothing to do with the date plans. So odd. Would love to hear your thoughts. Also, the same guy called her the day before and left a voicemail. (gasps) (laughs) We we couldn't decide if he thought it was too weird. If that was too weird. Hope this makes the show. So in the the text, she says, when are you done with work? He says... Around two. Want to meet in PB and walk along the boardwalk? There's a super good acai bowl place near there, too. Maybe around three? Sure. Sounds great. I'm just going to start sharing my location <laughs> info with you. And then shares it. This is the overplanner, I would say. The, even more than overplanner, combined with the voicemail, it's yeah. like... This is too much. It's too much. It's, it's someone that's being so truthful with you that they must be lying. You think they're... I don't even think the, I don't even care if they're lying yet. It's like they're, it's so early, but for me, it's just like, I can't feel suffocated before I even meet you. Yes. I don't need to have your location information. Let's leave some mystery out there. He's either too excited to meet you. Right. Or such a liar that he's getting ahead of when he lies. Right. Like he's like, well, I should like to me, this is all stuff that you'd bring up in the court of dating. Well, I shared my location with you and I and I called you and then you don't show up to the date. Right. You know, like I, there's something is amiss. I agree. This is weird. Deal breaker. I wouldn't go on the date. I'd be like, listen. Yeah, I think I would it, be scared off by this date. I would too. If he did this stuff like day three, I think I'd probably be like, okay. It's a little more whatever, endearing. At least we've yeah. met before. Yeah. Day one, I'd be like, I don't want to meet this person. It's they already kind of like ruined the, the hype up. Like excitement. a woman putting on location indefinitely. I'd be like, okay, what am I be? What murder am I being set up to, right. to, <laughs> to, to have be done? blamed for? Yeah. This is scary. I deal breaker. That's it. That's our show. Jordana, we did it again. We solved the world's issues. We did it. Every week. We're here every Wednesday. We need... 5 p.m. Eastern time. We need you guys. Spread the word. Spread the word. Also, we have a YouTube video out. Yes. Go check out the YouTube video of us playing Red Flag Deal Breaker. It's in the link of the... It's in the description of this episode. Go check it out. That's more 
content for you that is free, baby. You're welcome. So we need payment for the entertainment. So what we need from you, Instagram story, tell a friend, coworker, brother, sister, mama, papa, tell a few. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.